The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Welcome to Drive Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. And I'm Brian. The robot has uh, left the building. Sorry to say, there's no robot no today. Robot, robot I don't think Frank. he was here all day. He hasn't been here for a while, so that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. How are you guys doing? Sunday edition? Hanging in there. I'm kind of stuffed because of all that turkey. Yeah, all that turkey. Uh, Green bean casserole yeah. and sweet yams, <laughs> toasted yeah. marshmallows, all the all the uh, cranberry. How about this one? My uh, in law, uh, my in laws, my my mother in law. She makes a. It's a uh, salad. They call it a salad, and it's basically Jello. Oh, I don't like this. strawberries and like a whipped cream topping. Oh, that's yeah, old I've school. That's that. like an eighties. And maybe dish, some right? like maybe some almonds. Yeah, it's, and maybe some like almonds in there. Dish. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but it's pretty good. I mean, it's definitely dessert, but it is like pretty damn good. Yeah, it's very... I think my grandparents made something like that. It was like they cubed up, cubed up um, Jello, right? It was yeah, like, and then but you put the marshmallow and you put all the bullshit on it. Yeah, I remember it's that. a casserole dish thing. Yeah. Um, but I like that it's called a salad. That makes <laughs> yeah, me happy. That's funny, dude. That's a stretch. <laughs> a fruit salad. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever see a bumper sticker that says the West wasn't won on salad? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like eat beef, basically. <laughs> wow. It's kind of. Or the okay. Simpsons line where it's like you can't make friends with salad. You can't make friends with salad. <laughs> That's a that's a deep cut. I mean, there yeah, there was a whole uh, vegetarian bla- backlash back in the day, right? I mean, it was like vegetarianism was kind of a thing in the '80s, mostly. It feels like, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I would imagine that was uh, rub people the wrong way. Yeah, wasn't yeah, don't mess with right. Texas like about littering originally, and like the, like all the cowboys took it into some like and made it into a like this hardcore gun-toting, oh, angry thing, but it's supposed to be it about, was about littering. littering. Yeah, it was a littering. Oh, like don't mess. Anti-littering campaign, yeah. Don't mess with Texas. Yeah, I never knew that. I watched that David At- Attenborough Netflix special. The most depressing show of all and time, it, yeah. It basically makes, yeah, it's <laughs> the gnarliest thing ever. You're like, here's how we're all going to, here's our, our, here's how our, I'm like, why did I have children? Yeah, look how the top of the earth is now. Yeah. Remember 40 years ago, it was still pretty bad. So it's like bad, way dude. worse now. Yeah, and he's like, Dude, it's crazy how old David Attenborough is. Like, he's 90, like, right? here's me in like 1979. He's like a 50 year old dude. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You know, it's him like cruising around Africa. And I'm like, what the fuck? Um, but it, it definitely makes you think twice about how much like red meat you're eating and stuff like you know all all those yeah. things. And and I my first thought, I'm like, COVID. I think COVID is just trying to kill off people. Basically, it's the new it's the new thing to just yeah. 
thin the herd. So exactly. Yeah. It's an evolutionary thing. And yeah. then they at the end of that they have like a, just a little glimmer of There's hope. There's a glimmer like, of hope. You have to well, watch the, you have to get through that gnarliness though, dude. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't outweigh the the no. horrible shit. But you have oh, like yeah. a little hope where it's like, and there's some people that are trying to do something about it. What yeah. what's the title Come of it? On. It's basically like my life as a naturalist or something it's like really that. It's really good. It's great. It's great. I, I mean, he's cool like his voice his he's awesome. So he is awesome. But he goes to these tribes, you know, this is like 1960 and he's flying into Papua New Guinea or Borneo. And these people have never seen a camera, never seen mm-hmm. a plane, you know, so crazy. all that stuff. And yeah, he's, he's checking it all out. What a life. Yeah. What a life. Yeah. And he's what, Legend. I think he's like 90, 92 95? now or something like that. 90, yeah. 95, yeah. Still doing it. Yeah. He's a still badass. doing it. Um, all right. Well, Sunday edition here. Uh, I think we got a lot actually to to cover, if I'm not mistaken. I think we have so. A, we had a lunching while awesome. I had an adventure to Sacramento. Brian tinkered with the Volvo quite a bit. Art is on uh, day 72 of bumper alignment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear so, about lunching while awesome. Uh, oh, this is like uh, yeah. art. Art on his bumper is like, art is the. Um, Louis Hamilton to Lane's <laughs> Schumacher of bumper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh right, yeah, he's coming. Bumper. He's coming up fast, dude. But I'm still, <laughs> yeah. I'm still the guy. Right, right. I'm down with Louis. Louis Hamilton. <laughs> Louis Hamilton. <laughs> you know, good old Louis Hamilton. <laughs> Louis yeah. Ham you and guys, Danny Rick. <laughs> you guys love him. Oh uh, shit, dude. And can I just throw out there that uh, you asked how we're all doing, women? I got to be honest, my back is killing me. I, it was oh, like man. four Ooh. days ago. Maybe maybe longer, yeah. It's like part of being cold in a garage for my work day and everything. It's like I pulled something and it's just not going away. And it's fucked up my toe. I'm gonna be moving around like this. I'm just totally uncomfortable. That's yeah. My toe's all fucked up. I've been yeah. I'm breaking down. I tell you what. You know, I uh, self-diagnosed. I tore my MCL like six months ago, and I've been fucking struggling with that. What? Yeah, yeah. Self-diagnosed, huh? Yeah, yeah. Did you um, did you do (laughs) the did you do the leg thing? I was juking. I was like chasing the kids, like running away from them in a in a field near our house, and like fucking. And my foot nice. was in like a little gopher hole, and I juked, and it stayed there, and oh. my body moved, and it popped, and Ouch. I heard a big old, and there was a big pop, and not a lot of pain, but the next day it hurt like crazy, and I had. Don't a hard you need time. surgery for that? I and mean, there's eh, no real you know, like whatever MCL. This is just suppo- grow back. Supposedly MCL is like not the surgery one. But, yeah, but how uh, do? You- <laughs> You're you know, self-diagnosed MCL. How do you know it wasn't? If I was an, if I was an elite athlete, maybe, but um, mm. I'm not. Why do you say MCL versus uh, uh, ACL? It's the inside, it's the inside of the leg. Bro, you actually feel pain. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways. Art, how are you, how are you holding up? <laughs> no, I, I feel you on this stuff. Like from the bumper tinkering, like just b- being underneath on your back and holding your head up and all that, like it's it hurts now, you know, like and it's weird. Like even just being bent over into my trunk, like because I had to hold the bump, uh, hold the bumper with my left arm and like and then actually, yeah, and an I'm not talking about thing. my hand, like my arm, I'm, I'm literally trying to pull it together so that it stays in one spot. And then on the inside of the trunk in this tiny little nook and cranny, I'm tightening a fucking eight millimeter bolt. Right. It's like, <laughs> and then after, after five minutes of that, like it's, it's crazy how like creaky and rusty you feel, you know, it's just, Dude, it's weird. I, I've, I've, this happens to me very rarely, but it's cases exactly like that. There's some things where you're kind of like leaning over to work on something and it pulls the leg muscle right in the very back. 
where if you don't stretch, that's like super tight. And that's me my entire life. And it's like very rarely these little instances like you're describing is like, yeah. God damn it. Like I totally understand the yoga thing. Like I would probably be like, so if I would have just stretched in my life, then I wouldn't be yeah. in excruciating pain right now. <laughs> leaning over yeah, the because hood of this car. That gets you to move in every direction. Right. right. And, yeah. And this is like, you're moving in a weird way. You would never do yeah. naturally. Right. But you would maybe if you did practice yoga or something like yeah. that. Right. Yoga's hard, man. Holy it's shit. Tai Chi is hard. It's like yeah. freaking brings tears, tears to my kicking. eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, can you touch your toes? Yes. Yes. Wow. I can go flat floor. What? Jeez, Lane. You're like a fucking orangutan. That's Dude, amazing. have you ever seen Lane put his leg up? No. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> He's quite flexible. <laughs> He's well, Lane fucking, is surprisingly yeah. flexible. Except for the MCL, DWA, I guess he's a fucking DWA, gymnast. Um, human body update is what's happening right now, right? Yeah, this is <laughs> old, old man, old man, old man update. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, true. tell me about lunching while awesome. I missed out. I want to hear about it. I know. Where'd you guys go? It was, it was really good. I'll let Lane tell it because I, I uh, planned the route, so I feel like I, I would like to hear it from someone who didn't know like exactly where he was going. You know. Yeah. So Warren did send me the map and everything, but I don't look at stuff like that. So, um, I, I was not aware of where we were going but um i was also not aware of the time we were leaving and um <laughs> i was just like some reason i i had in my mind that we were leaving at 10 but we were actually leaving at 9 so it was like 8 30 and i'm like oh, i should probably check what time we were leaving and we're like it's like meeting at 8 30 and i was at my house so i uh yeah, i get a text from lane he's like oh, i'm on my way like, on my oh, way. Shit. yeah and i'm usually like super early to these things um yeah. like first one there kind of thing but yeah so we started off um, in SoCal at a at a uh, coffee shop, and we took off, um, went up Old San Jose Road. And let's say uh, who was who was there. Eric Freeze came to meet us. He did not go on the rally. By the way, uh, shout out to Eric Freeze. He met my son at Morning Motors, and he said, ah, "I think I have some stuff for this kid. I have a steering wheel for him." Oh. And he brought with him a freaking little like rad race steering wheel no that he way. got off his E30, which is a ridiculous size <laughs> for an E30. It was like fucking this small. Yeah, uh, was it made out release. of chain? <laughs> it might as well have been, but it's suede and it has like the the line on top, you know. And um, and then he brought him some Hot Wheels too. So Eric, oh, that awesome. was super generous. Cool. Andrew, Andrew loves it. He was nice. driving it around. I, last I night. don't have it anymore. I don't know where it went. But Brian brought me back a steering wheel from. From Thailand. Thailand. And yeah. it was like, he got, they that. bought these, like, these, they were like, I don't know, 280 millimeter wheels, dude. With like kind of uh, contoured. Contoured. Uh, they were yeah. like Momo style, like Momo race style, but they were like, what, like five bucks each or yeah, something? Yeah, they were super you cheap. You yeah. and Kevin bought a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, yeah so I had one of those like in my, I had it just like in my room and I probably moved it to like five houses um, super throughout funny. the years. And I've. I, I might even still have it. I don't know why I'd throw it away, but it's just like one of those things I don't know where it is right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, I have I have one. And it was like poorly finished where, oh, you know, it, really goes, bad. it yeah. goes to the center metal uh, rim part and uh, the leather is like glued onto it and you just see the edges. So I took some like colored tape and like just taped around that to make like a better transition. I remember transition. these steering wheels. I don't you know do. why. But <laughs> I think I have mine like, still Brian, somewhere, which is a ridiculous nine, thing to bring home. 914 like owner's club stickers made for me oh yeah uh, so i made so we, we were in 
Bangkok and this giant friggin' uh, shopping mall with stores on stores on stores. They're all teeny yeah. little frontage uh, area, but there's like sticker places and everything was super cheap for us. So uh, there was a guy that made stickers. So I made two two stickers. One was I think nine nine fourteen owners club or whatever. Something like that. I it have was a- nine fourteen big, and then I forget what yeah. it said. Oh, nine fourteen Santa Cruz. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the, another one that I had in my mind forever was SCVW, and I finally got to have this made. So uh, VW, you guys know the logo. It's the circle with the W, V over W. Uh, if you turn it sideways and kill one of the little lengths there, then you get SC sideways. Ah. And so you turn it, and you get SCVW. So that, it was, <laughs> I was cool. really stoked on that, and I put it on my Carmen Ghia and then gave them away to some of the other guys with V-dubs. Yeah, you might maybe on that. Was it on the van in San Diego or something? I, oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's but fun. Anyways, like you just rolling around and you just have these things made. And yeah, I remember yeah. Getting, picking the color of the vinyl to match the knife. Yeah, it was orange. Yeah, it matched my car, dude. <laughs> yeah. I have a, I have a picture of that somewhere. I mean, I have a few pictures of the car, and I think one of them has the yeah. sticker in the back window. So I'll pull it up one of these days, maybe post it. So um, when I arrived, I got there first, but I actually think Richard Radcliffe was down the parking lot for me, and he drove his R53 Mini Cooper S from Riverside, so rad. which is like a fucking eight-hour drive. Yeah. He left it like one in the morning or something. Yep, one in the morning. To make it to our Lunching While Awesome yep. drive in Dude, Capitola. That's a barge. I love it. I, I know. And, he was, and uh, Mark in the Fiesta ST was supposed to meet us here, and he lives somewhere Folsom. in the Sierra Valley. I think he's um, coming from Placerville yeah. um, area and his car blew a turbo hose after they had just replaced his engine at the dealer under warranty. Whoa. And then he went back to the dealer to get it fixed the same day. And by the time he got on the road, he met us basically at lunch, but um, he so, yeah, still met you from, after all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they, <laughs> they, they had planned it to do, they did two more days after our, our day rally and they did a full, like they kind of did Northern California like our rally, um, our northern rally, the first one, they did some of those roads because I think Mark wasn't on that one or something. So uh, Yeah, and Richard sent and me a couple texts about uh, the roads they did and that we should pay them some attention. Mm-hmm. So yeah, appreciate that. And then um, we had Mark. Pushy Pushy. And, yep, Mark, Mark Garcia. So, so for people that this is a very small group of people, so people who are listening out there, we should probably talk like so. Hushy Bushy's in a BRZ, right? It's like the, yep. I think it's the TC package or something. It's the package that includes like the better brakes and suspension and stuff like that. Yeah, it has Brembo's um, and whatever. Yeah. Uh, Mark Garcia and his uh, Toyota MRS. We had which is um, like modified with lightly. I, I think with remember his first stuff. name, but the the dude in the Alpha Four C um, came down Kyle. from Oakland, Kyle. Oh, Thank sweet. you. Um, and who else? So he has oh, the maroon Alpha 4C, and he's been on two of our rallies, I believe. Oh, right, nice, right. Yeah, nice there's a, I, I remember that car because uh, in the Jalopnik article that Brad wrote, it's like prominently featured. I think it's the first image. It's like a rear quarter shot that Blaine took of that Alpha mm-hmm. like rolling up to that parking lot, which was pretty uh, sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, and his license plate is like uh, something memorable too, but I can't remember it. 
<laughs> the um, <laughs> nice, yeah. memorable, but you can't remember the. Uh, and then Ruben was out in his nine nine seven GT three RS, which is kind of funny. Like I was looking at all the cars, and I, I texted Matt. I'm like, dang, dude, I feel bad for Ruben. Is he like driving with anyone today? Like, <laughs> he's like in this yeah, that, supercar. And that freaking guy held like, me up yeah. the whole morning dang. because we were on such a tight and rough road. He couldn't handle oh, it. So right. road. Like, there you go. That's another thing. Like I was able to like hold things. my camera and and film. As I was driving behind him, and you're because narrating he had to, like, with a David Attenborough voice, like <laughs> oh, yeah. exactly. E30 is being held up by 997 GT3. <laughs> so we're in the natural habitat of an E30. Yet Tom this Francis, fucking bastard. Tom Francis also made it out in his BMW E30, which is the same car as Warren's, but has all stock suspension. E36 uh, M3 joined us. Uh, yep. Dakar Yellow 95 Supercharged. What a beautiful car. Yep. Um, uh, who else? Am I forgetting? Definitely missing someone. Uh, I'm trying to go through the the Rolodex here. Um, it'll come to me. But uh, it was a great group. Uh, small group, but really good. Um, good to see everybody. And So uh, rough uh, roads, um, enough to slow one, down. One rough Ruben. road. So, that means road. Alpha, so let me, Alpha 4C guy must have been in pain. <laughs> he was ahead of Ruben, and I, Ruben passed him, or could have passed him, I think, because he was being more aggressive. Mm. And yeah. yeah. So I will start by saying, so our first road, we have a road we've done a lot. And then we turned off um, and did the rough section. The Can I say before you get to the rough section yeah. on that, the road going up to the summit, yeah. which is a great road, especially if you hit it with no traffic. We had a pretty good run, but I was behind the Dakar Yellow E36 M3. Yeah, Nick it was Moss. A beautiful, beautiful Nick Moss. Thank you. Beautiful morning, and all the trees are, are turning color, so it's so, like yellow yeah. trees. Oh, cool! And it's just beautiful open roads with yeah. this M3 just driving smoothly. We weren't going super fast or anything. It was just like I had some good music on. It was just one of those mornings you're like, yes, this is rad. Yeah, and I was kind of in the back of the pack. So, so Warren had pulled over to kind of lead other pe- people that were kind of like strayed. Um, out back, he was leading at first, and then he pulled over for and told us to keep people to keep going. And then he kind of like jumped in the middle, right? Yeah. Um, and Hushy Pushy by default ended up leading the whole group, um, which I don't think was what he wanted, but uh, so he kept it like beyond slow on that section or, or you know, um, yeah, safe. And then we jumped on to the rough section. And this this was a rather rough road, dude. Have you done it before? So I feel like I've done it, like, I think I did it, like, 13 years ago. Yeah. So I, I know we did too. part of that road. That was part of our, we have those pictures where I took from, like, up above a mountain of my 928 Yori 30 Wham. Yeah, the summit Brian, Brian blew a water, water, like a. Radiator hose. Radiator yeah, hose. It, it was, it was one of the little hoses, yeah, in, on okay. my Mark II GTI. That was the summit run that we did up to the top of the summit, but we didn't go on – we went on a different rough road, but same area. Okay, so so maybe I've never – I don't think I've ever been on this road then. Yeah. Um, I imagine – I don't know when the last time you did it, Warren, but I imagine long it was time. better when you did it. Yeah, um, but it's been As far as, like, time. quality of road. Uh, I still had a lot of fun on it. I was following Matt. Hushy pushy, and then I had um, I had Mark Garcia in his Toyota um, MR2 MRS. MRS behind me. It's and, like a uh, real rally road, though. Yeah, it was super cool. So the what? whole time, it's like it it was, dude. There was like obstacles, 
I was just thinking this is our version of overlanding, right? This is the sports car version of overlanding. You have to be super aware and, and you have to like watch out for at one point there was a fucking log sticking out in the middle of the, the apex, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just well, a, like a big log, dude. Just like, like a tree had fallen and, and it had broken into pieces and the middle was empty, but the apex had parts of the log. Yeah. And, and it was like really big. And then at one point there was, it was painted white, but there was like, it, it can only ex- speed be explained as a speed bump, but a circle. And it was just sticking out of the earth, but it was it was still asphalt, and it was a good t- almost a foot high, I would say. What? By, yeah. yeah, like a yeah. root had grown up underneath the yes. asphalt, and, and so you had to go around it. Yeah, if you were if you weren't going fast too fast, you could see it go around. So, it. so maybe not a foot, maybe like eight inches, but because Matt did straddle it, oh, um, yeah. I hit it with my wheel but not dead on just kind of like i did too and it was harsh for sure like a gut gut punch and at one point there was a big speed bump all of a sudden or but these aren't built as speed bumps they're built as water runoffs you know so there's a big water runoff like bump um essentially i mean there was definitely a lot of stuff but it was super fun i i I actually loved it and i was like you know i was thinking about like people like navid who didn't go on this rally because his car is too low and how much that sucks because they can't go. It, this felt like a real adventure. It felt, yeah. It felt, you like felt very adventurous and like like a real rally would be. But even that, a rally is like a, you know, it's a curate. They they curate those roads. Like they pick them. This felt more like, oh shit, we haven't been here before. Like who knows what's going to be around this next turn, right? right? And uh, the other thing to note is that there was no center line. So it, yeah. the entire time, and you have great views off some of these turns. You're going along a cliff. And you can see all the way down into Watsonville and beyond. So it's a very adventurous feeling. And uh, we're doing it on a weekday, you know, in November uh, during COVID. So no traffic. I mean, a couple bicyclists there, but um, Mark was behind me and he said I was picking up rear wheel a lot, um, which is interesting. And some of like the super tight stuff. Uh, And uh, yeah, it was super fun. And then that basically brought us into Coralitos, um, which, so I had never been, I had definitely never done that road before. Um, and then we went on and did Hecker pass, which is a popular or, a, you know, a by the way, Ruben's never done road. Hecker pass. And what? we, oh, yeah, he'd never been on that road and we had a pretty clean run until about a third of the way to the summit. We got caught behind like a gravel truck, <laughs> but I was like, dude, your car on this road is where you want to be. So I was like, just hold back a little bit as we were getting you know, to start climbing. And he got like, you know, 50% of it to himself, which <laughs> we passed you guys. You guys were in that view. We were waiting uh, point. for you guys essentially. Yeah. And, yeah. And whoever else. Cause he had to get gas. So that's what, what our delay was. But, um, yeah, it was pretty rad to just, I don't know. He was like, ah, oh, shit, it looks like a great road, but we got a little bit stuck, um, on it. Damn. But yeah, I'm not afraid to say the road name because it's so right. well traveled. It's, it's like highway 17. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. It's highway like, nine or something. Yeah. More like nine. Yeah. It's <laughs> a little tighter. I, that's like what I grew up driving on. Like, I, like I e- even before I was driving, like driving with like family in their, like in their sports cars, like as a passenger, totally. that's like, that's such a rad road. Dude, 
All right, yeah, I was going to say. It has a lot of 180-degree turns and stuff. Yeah, I, and I'm comparing it to views. 17 as like a commute road, not as the, the way the oh, road Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's yeah, more, yeah, highway, for sure. more Highway 9. To get from one. Yeah, yeah exactly. More highway like, forget to yeah, watch it. It's just go, like, right? yeah. it's all minivans and stuff. So I won't, uh, uh, Matt and I took off, and we were, and a few of other people, and right away we're behind a minivan that was going 25 and breaking to 18 in turns. Uh, uh, which was pretty horrible. And yeah. Matt got a clean pass. And then there was like, after that, there was like no passing area. That's such a good road though. Like yeah, if you, I think even going the other direction too, they've repaved that whole Morgan Hillside. It yeah. is so smooth. It's been a long yeah, time really since I've been the, on that. The and the trees is, are all changing colors. The move like is, uh, yeah, really well, beautiful. that's, that's, the, that's exactly what I was going to say. I said like during the day, especially right now, you get the beautiful like turning leaves, but um, the move is, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. That's what we used to do. Yeah. And then there's no yeah, I know around. some I know some like A86 guys and they're like they live in Watsonville and they that's like their midnight, you know, tailgate um, kind of thing. Yeah, so for sure. As uh, we were sitting there waiting for traffic to go by, we pulled over two Del Souls cruise over, exact same, like beat, <laughs> all red with a black hood, two identical <laughs> dudes going towards Watsonville. <laughs> like, that's, dude, that's it. I didn't see that's, that, but that's a little creepy. Matt saw it too, yeah. <laughs> We're like, Art, where are you? <laughs> I was in it. I was um, in there. And then after that, we turned on a road, which I had never been on. It went by a lake that I had never heard of. Um, and, oh, <laughs> dude, it was like, it was brand new pavement. Like so beautiful, dude. It was insane. Like, um, unfortunately we are behind a Toyota pickup truck who thought he was killing it. Oh, great. Um, That's the worst. he like was murdering it, dude. And like, he was like, fuck, I'm like, I don't need to pull over. dude." These guys I'm, are like, so impressed with what yeah, I'm doing. Like right they, now. I, they are so impressed. They can't keep up. By the way, it's Ruben who's directly yeah. behind him. Yeah, Ruben <laughs> then, directly behind him. And then me, him. and then like everyone else. So, you know, he hit the truck had eight cars behind him, including the GT3, yeah. going like, Dang. all right, dude, <laughs> you can pull over anytime now. And you could tell he just thought he was like so like killing it. Dude. See, I would say and that that, he, that is the road for Ruben because it's more open. Like that's a really fun, fast road. I, I'm familiar with it just because I had talked to Wham before about it and like I, I know the route, yeah. but. That, yeah, that's a bummer for him right there. That's that was yeah. probably the most enjoyable for him, or could have been a lot more houses on that one, like driveways. So it's not like maybe not quite as like an all out kind of road, but um, still super rad. There was an E thirty six M three that passed us, came by. He was going the opposite direction. He was like kind of like pumping his fist out the window, like, like hell yeah. And then all of a sudden he was behind us. Um, he was nice. obviously like, ah, fuck, I whatever I was going to do, fuck that. I'll just yeah. follow these guys. Yeah, I was like, wow, this guy just, he wasn't really going anywhere he needed to be, I guess, because he followed us all the way to, uh, um, almost to Umanum. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we did, uh, we climbed Umanum, which is even probably, I didn't get as good of a run, but it's like a better road than I even remember. It's so good. It's so fun dude and just like it no, reminds no me of driveways. like the road to park like parkfield road the climb up to the dirt mm. but smoother and wider with better and two lanes so you don't have to worry about oncoming traffic uh and and just better pavement too um and it's a hill climb the entire time so yeah and that's why it reminds me of that and yeah, it's just very like, forgiving you know in a car like mine or or warren's um or even like matt's uh it's kind of like an all out. You're just going as fast as you can to gear and kind of like uh, you're kind of like you're more like bum that, that you don't have a two and a half gear 
Um, cause you know, you're bouncing off the rev limiter and second or you're bogging in third kind of for yeah. me at least. Um, but is that road open all not, all the time? Or do I they don't close know if it's the open gates at, night. at like sunset? Do they close the gates yeah, like a park? I don't know. Cause Ruben was saying, it was like, dude, the gates, there's no warning. There's going to be a gate. And they were open for us, of course. Yeah, but yeah. if you didn't know, when you were like kind of booking around a yeah. turn, mm. There was nothing like gate ahead or, you know, Yeah, watch you're out. right. Maybe it's Closed always road. open then. I don't think I've ever know. driven that road. It is uh, very awesome. And I don't mind saying it because, A, we don't drive it very often. And, B, it's a oh, it's a park. So there's a lot of rangers up there and stuff. It's not something you'd want to, like, really, yeah. you know, do Highway 9 type stuff on. But uh, if you get a good run, man, it it's is. It's amazing. And I think they good. opened it up to cars like it was closed for several years and they opened it again like two years ago. And, yeah. uh, that was when I had first gone on it. And then, um, yeah, it's so rad though. But unfortunately there was a BMW Z4 in front of us that, um, thought that, you know, thought that 20 miles an hour was just cool. And he didn't have to pull over for anyone. I did have a, uh, stern talking to him at the top. So just reminded him the, the rules of the road, which is if you have three or more cars behind you in your rear view, you use the dedicated turnouts to let those cars by. It's fun to and see Warren thought, berate a 75-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing the good good work for all of our listeners, yeah, trying to teach one person at a time. Yeah, doing God's work. Jeez. Um, that's right. So I'm actually, I just pulled it up right now. I'm on Street View, um, and it looks, the sign is hard to read, but it look, it says preserve closed, and it says something. I think it, half hour before sunset, I think it says. Oh. Uh, it, um, so I can, yeah, it, it's definitely closed at night. That would so, be right? sketch, dude. Yeah. In other words, no night runs, which is a bummer because I bet you yeah. it would be very empty and you can see cars coming and all that. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it, Blaine was like, "Dude, how rad would this be to do a hill climb on this? You know, shut it down and because there's no one. There's a few driveways, but they're more like, you know, property kind of driveways. Not like yeah, they're not like houses. Right yeah. No, no. And other than that, it's just a couple parking spaces for trailheads and this rad. Um, it used to be a missile silo of some kind or a right. I don't know what the main building was. Some sort of uh, yeah. It was a radar. I think or, it was a radar station or something. For, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a helipad up there. Um, Thirty-five hundred feet. Yeah, it's so pretty. It's pretty the amazing. The views are right? amazing. You can see San Francisco from there, which is so cool. And it was a really like still um, clear day, which I imagine is pretty rare up there. And it was beautiful. It was a great kind of great way to end but then i went on a road i'd never been on before which is from there to lunch uh-huh. um in towards san jose and uh, blossom hill there's a another road and dude that was a gnarly road that it was, was like super fun carmel valley like deep carmel valley feeling and yeah. and then we went to happy hound in, in los gatos and nice. had some burgers and a Warren's couple, couple stopping ground it was good oh yeah i love that spot um, dude, burgers I'm just, were huge i'm following yeah. along on the map uh, as you guys are chatting about this, because I, I obviously I yeah. missed it. Uh, yeah, some of the stuff it's like it doesn't show that it continues to go. Like if you look at Street View, it shows that there's a tree in the middle of the road and it's not an actual road, so it must just be super out of date. Uh, huh. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's I'm I'm bummed I missed it. This looks like a lot of fun. I think so, we'll do it again for sure. I know, like Richard Radcliffe, a few of us. I was like, "Wait, is that Brian behind us?" It was an Just E36 M3, but it was hard. It oh, was yeah. the E36 M3 guy. We're like, "Oh, did Brian yeah. join up?" You yeah. know, it's kind of hard to tell, like right. what it was. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it ended up not being you. Um, but yeah, we did Happy Hound, and then um, I don't know about you, Warren, but what you did after lunch, but um, that's when we everyone kind of split off, went home, and uh, Mark Garcia in his MRS, Tom Francis in the, is in the E30, and me in the 944, we, we kind of rallied home. Cool. So we went... I believe it's old Santa Cruz highway. What's the one around the lake? Oh, the, dude, that uh, is so fun. That's so I had never been on that, that before. It's How really impressed good. are you? It's so, so good, good, dude. dude. It's yeah, like, it's really fun. Straight dude. up a rally. But then stage. old Santa Cruz highway is killer too. It's so smooth. Yeah. And yeah. I, again, road. another yeah. one where you got to get it at the right time, but if you do, yeah. it's like, and, so and no plus, we, that one around no the lake, it's like, That's, there's no reason for anybody to use that. Right. There's there's Very people little fishing reason. and stuff. Yeah, yeah recreation. It's, it's like recreation. There's one neighborhood back there, but it's yeah. Again, you're yeah. And there were some rare. people. There was some, a couple. There was like two bicyclists that we encountered. Oh yeah, that's one thing. That's one. But, thing. Um, it's a very good test loop for you know, uh, t like there's some steep drops, very hard mm. corners, like testing for if your wheels are gonna rub. That's very ideal, and just it's a for little rough feeling. A little rough. Well, that's kind of why I'm mentioning it because, yeah, yeah. like, you can get a feel for uh, a lot of different environments, right? And yeah. Um, yeah, it felt good. I mean, I thought it was it was a great road. I, yeah, I wasn't, we um, it, it remember didn't stand Brian out and I being... like like Brian wanted to test out the Cayman the Cayman S um, on there just to, because we were talking about that ground clearance and suspension, like sort of like it, it's a good way we, to test it, right? Like we compliance. didn't even go around the lake though. Yeah, we didn't go around the lake. Just the, yeah. but it was old Santa Cruz, though, right? We did yeah, old Santa yeah. Cruz. So that yeah, we did. We went around the lake, and then we actually there was a trap. There was construction, road construction. So we thought maybe we could go straight. We were looking on the map, and we ended up in this weird neighborhood. Um, and, and whatever, it was kind of fun. And then we had to turn around because I didn't lead. We ended up in a bed, dead end of a chain link fence. Uh, so we had to turn around, and then we went down um, old like old San Jose Road and did that whole thing. It ended up back to where we started, essentially. But okay, we had a nice little run down old San nice. Jose as well. Sweet. So nice. yeah, which is, that is such a fun road. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a big down. rally day. It, it turned into like it was a full on, Sounds you know, like with it. that it was like a full rally day. I got home a little at, kicker chill sesh. Full kicker like... chill sesh. Got home at three o'clock. Yeah, um, I went up to Rubens actually after that and. Um, we had a beer and shot the shit, but I, I got a steering wheel from him. So an extra, um, sport. Two steering, steering wheels wheel. in one day. Jeez. I know, dude, my cup runneth over. Um, so that was cool. Um, he says he has your GTI logbook, Brian. What? Oh, really? That's funny. <laughs> he kept it. Huh. So he was like, I don't know. Do you, do you think he wants that? I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea, but um, if you want it for prosperity's sake, it's in there. It's probably like <laughs> gas, mileage. Uh, I wonder what it is, or if it's a NASA thing. Um, cause I think you're really into logbooks, I've noticed. So it was probably like you were starting your racing career with that GTI. Well, and there's like a, yeah, that you, yeah. Probably I don't NASA logbook, right? Well, I mean, you get logbooks for real race cars, I, but I don't think there's one when you're going through the HPDE stuff. But maybe there was back there then. There was. For, Na for NASA HPDE, there is, yeah. It's oh, for, yeah. for your different, yeah, for one, two, three, or whatever, for the different classes, remember? 
Um, so it's more mm-hmm. for it's more you than the car, from what I recall. I, I would oh, guess okay. that there aren't many notes in there. I, I wasn't very good at keeping notes on my race yeah. car either. <laughs> but it is for <laughs> prosperity's sake, as uh, Warren said, not posterity. So yeah. it's it makes oh. you more prosper- prosperous. He, he asked me Pos- if, if I need posterity. There was something else that he had pulled. Did he just? <laughs> oh yeah, he the rear seat out of the GTI. Yeah, per- he still has that perfect too. shape. He said, "Do I want that? You know, maybe you can make it into a couch." And I denied. Uh, I, I yeah, we talked stuff. about it. Um, yeah, so that was the end of my day, but um, very fun, super fun day. Sweet. And I hope to do it again. We I have a date set on in December. I think it's December sixth, if I'm not mistaken. But um, kind of just depends on what people are thinking what do you well, think lane I, I don't know because you and i are doing a mini truck rally on the second so i know k a k car rally yeah warner partaking in a k car rally nope is that like around town no we're going no, it's uh, deeper yeah we're going deep dude but um, it's just one day but it is on like the wednesday or tuesday so then it'd be like then on friday yeah um but anyways we'll talk about it i'll get it out Cool. To the to the folks yeah. as soon mm-hmm. as possible. And I guess now is a good time oh. to mention Morning Motors. Um, obviously, there's a lot of interest. People want to know if we're doing those. And we were just kind of put back to uh, a more, um, what is it? Uh, is, is it Purple Tier yet in Santa Cruz? Yeah, it's already in yeah. Purple. Yeah. Um, but I know yeah, that I think- they, they were talking yeah. about it. Um, but that has basically uh, put a put a hamper on things. Like ultimately we are trying to obey the laws and local rules and we do ask permission and check with the um, county health department. And uh, that is not going to, they're not going to allow us to basically put that event on for obvious reasons. So kind of have to wait and see until things improve uh, before we can do it again. Yeah. So the other thing I heard as of yesterday, um, they're banning uh, outdoor dining in Los Angeles or talking about it. So yeah, they're going full on yeah over there. So I don't know how long it's going to last for us. Just, you know, San Francisco kind of follows suit or Santa Cruz, you know, and we well, do have depends. a curfew right now, right? 10 o'clock, 10 to five, right? 10 yeah. to 5. AM. 10 to five. It's all in theory yeah. for old farts like us. We yeah. It's like Brian's late. back's too hard. It hurt too bad yeah. to go out after 10. Yeah. Lane's at eight. What My knee creaks do? after like nine. So. <laughs> My toe is, <laughs> it looks like I just kicked a wall. <laughs> so and art just has fingers yeah just fingers yeah speaking of <laughs> fingers, fingers next. yeah i yeah i guess i'll throw my bumper alignment thing in there i mean all i all i did was as i mentioned before it was a pain in the ass i tweaked it some more spent about a solid hour doing it section by section but i used my entire body to to like because i don't have another person so i'm like pushing why don't up you with just my get knee. another person what other person don't you have He's friends locked Locked down, dude. I'm locked down, man. I'm on. I'm on house arrest. There's no interaction. No, aren't you in a pod? Don't you have a pod? Well, like a fam, like a like Amelia's schoolmate's father. That's kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I figured it out. It was you know again. I I just put a little more time into it and got it fitting much better. Ratchet so that's straps. Kind of, that's the Ratchet TLDR straps for your friend. Ratchet straps, yeah. But the TLDR is just um, I um, I use my whole body, you know, underneath the car, pushing up with a knee while I loosen things up and move things around, and it looks. You a lot can better. do it. Put so your ass into it is what I heard. I you, I, you I know, put my works. ass into it exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I did. But um, and you can do it. There you go. That's cool. I have a quick one. Basically, I did my mission to Sacramento to get uh, Dusty Snowman's 
uh, old Vanagon engine, and I did take the Mercedes wagon. It went very smoothly. Nice. The, I mean, basically the drive there, I, I left here at 9 a.m., and I was back by 2. Solid. 2 or 2.33 o'clock back in Santa Cruz, so it's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive each way. And the guys there at Stefan's Auto House, um, they've got it dialed. They are look very, very um, skilled at swapping motors for Vanagons. They've got, they had like 10 projects going. One was a more complete restoration. He has this cool rig. It's the front, basically the dash in the front area of a Vanagon and the engine shrunk down to like one axle. So it's a weird like little clown car thing that he uses as a rig for wiring. So he can uh, run the wiring cool. to and from and and test it all. Cool. Neat. It's really cool. The whole front end opens uh, on a like a door. The whole front of the car, it's like an Isetta kind of. Yeah. Trippy little rig. I tried to take a picture of it, but it was in a bad spot. And um, very cool and um, super knowledgeable. Uh, Will's van looks amazing, by the way. It's so rad. This This 1.8 turbo. Um, stuffed in there with a little, has like a cradle they put into it. So it raises the height of the engine, um, up the floor is basically like an inch and a half taller than it used to be, Hmm. but they build like a bracket to compensate for that. Um, he had moved a van out, which was a synchro Westie that I just posted on camping while awesome. While I was waiting, he moved it out and it just sounds so weird to have a van like this modern, smooth, smooth turbo engine and i'm like uh, just such a weird like my mind doesn't compute uh for a moment and then let me ask this yeah. so do they uh because you said they're dialed do they specialize in that swap only like have they yes. arrived they've pinpointed that this is the one because that is so yes. appealing it's like i know you don't want all these options just give me some lump in there that you've tested and works best and yep. then tell me the tell me the price and i'll pay it basically and they go through so he had a, he had some motors completely torn down and he's going through and rebuilding them and then they awesome. like powder coat the intakes gray and like get it super dialed They're brand new mounts everything it's like it looked very very nice so That's i didn't cool. ask for the price tag which i'm afraid to ask for but um it's going to be a really cool car i mean that just you know taking that van to the next level and um they also do a fourth gear uh they lengthen the fourth gear so um they can really use it on the highway and stuff. And, um, yeah, very impressive. I could just tell I've been around a lot of shops and that place was knew what was up. And then coincidentally, as I was leaving, um, we got the engine in and everything. And then I went and strapped it all in, but, um, I, I've been looking for a, a defrost vent on my van. It's broken. And, uh, I just happened to ask and he had a whole, like on this mezzanine, he had dashes hanging. So it was like <laughs> 10, complete dashboards hanging. He just grabbed one, took it down, popped it out. He's like, here you go. Nice. All right. Perfect. So that was kind of like a little like cherry on top. But, um, then I took the, uh, I went and had urban roots barbecue, Sweet. um, shout out to those guys. And then, uh, dude, Sacramento is pretty rad this time of year. I got to say, it's a very old town. It felt like Especially East Coast. that area. I mean, old town yeah. Sacramento is cool. It's super cool. It's just like yeah. old houses, big trees, just like has a weird, like East coast vibe. But, uh, Went um, went home and then I dropped the engine off at my old shop. So then I'm going to go there and 
this is the one thing that I was playing phone tag with the receptionist. So I never talked to the mechanic when I'm lining this up to like figure out what I'm actually getting. And I show up and the fucking engine is not only complete, it still has the exhaust on it. Like they literally like dropped it down. It's got like hoses wrapped. Yeah. I said an alternator and everything. Alternator, like coolant hose, like a coolant reservoir, but the entire exhaust, which is like underneath the motor with the cat and the tailpipe. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And it's kind of rusty. I'm like, fuck. So that meant that I couldn't put it on the tire because it was too tall. Mm-hmm. So to get it in the car. So basically just put it on the wood that I brought. Thank God. And I slid it in on the wood, which made that possible. But um, then I used the tire as like kind of a buffer in case of like a bad accident, it would hit the tire behind me before <laughs> flying you. through and killing me. Um, so anyways, it was just a little bit fucked because now I don't have, I mean, I don't have like the greatest air tools at my disposal here Why to take off tools? rusty exhaust. Oh. Well, I'm thinking that that exhaust is going to be a pain in the ass to take off. So I'm going to, I took it to the shop so I can do that in like one day mm. and just work on it, take everything off, take the exhaust off, keep what I need kind of tear it down mm-hmm. so that's the plan cool. but everything went pretty smoothly and um the mercedes wagon came through and that's about all i have to say for that but yeah shout out to dusty snowman will you're the man that's all i have to say the snowman snowman dusty snowman, snowman. um well how much time do we have Brian, left you got a five minute update <laughs> um so, yeah, we're rolling, but I can't tell because we've already recorded a podcast, so I don't even know how much time we have left. But I feel like I got a lot of projects uh, to update on, and uh, I'm probably going to forget most of it. But I'll get the high points of the important ones, if that works. Okay, that's But I will, I will throw it out there that, oh, yeah, okay, okay. So this is the hard part. I'm going to get into it. But um, Land Cruiser first. PPI, I'm in oh, for, yeah. I'm going to owe about... Let's call it 2500 round up a little bit. Some of that stuff is like not necessary, but the big things are a leaking uh, power steering pump or power uh, power steering rack. That's um, a lot of labor and uh, some parts to replace that. So that's a big one. And then I mentioned the shuttering uh, in the front end. That's brakes, needs rotors, pads, full brake flush, all of it. Marty was like, you know, I wouldn't do it. You got plenty of pads left, you know, unless you're like, you know, you know, using them hard and everything. I would just, I'd want to get my money's worth out of those pads, but it's pretty noticeable. I mean, you come up, you know, you're slowing down off off any freeway or whatever, you know, even moderate speeds. So I'm still actually back and forth. I may just try to push it, but, um, overall, not too bad. Everything else seems to check out. I don't, I don't totally need new uh, shocks or anything like that, even though they seem original. And, um, you know, he identified a like a couple uh, suspension bushings in the rear that are starting to show some wear, but don't need to be replaced. And um, in, uh, you know, all other areas, it seems like it's got a clean bill of health and he cool. wouldn't, nice. he wouldn't change the fluids. He said they all look perfect and it would be a waste of money. Um, nice. The timing belt looks good. Uh, it, you know, it appears that it was done at 90,000 miles, um, which, you know, gives me 30,000 left, uh, or, uh, even more recently. And, uh, you know, they, they, in the history of the car, 
they did uh, uh, pull one of the heads off. It may have been done then too. I don't know. Oh. It would have made sense to do it then, but right. they, it's, not, it's it. not listed. Yeah, yeah. They would have to do it. When then, did yeah. they do? It? And so, well, the so they would have pulled it out, but they. What's that? What was the mileage when they did the head? Uh, one hundred and twenty. Okay. Oh, I mean, there. I would be shocked if they reused the timing belt. <laughs> I asked Pat. I was like, "Hey, Pat, they pulled this part off. Would you know, like they did this head thing? Would they?" It seems crazy to have the the twelve dollar belt in your hand and not replace it with a new one. And Pat's crazy. like, "That's if they didn't list it there, they probably didn't do it." Uh, wow. Which just seems crazy to me, but I don't know. I agree. It, it's possible. Regardless, maybe I'll just use the earlier number. I'll use the ninety thousand mile, and so then I still have to one hundred and eighty until it's done. Sure. But it sure. it looked like it's in fine shape. People had been in there, and you know, water pump and all that stuff. So that's not bad. Um, no. you know, I, I, my shoulders immediately dropped. I was like waiting for some major thing to like show its head. And then I was going to be in for four or five grand or something. Um, so, um, uh, that's that, uh, we've been driving it a lot. Gas mileage is terrible. I'm not counting the numbers yet, but, um, it's, you, you just, it's, it's unfortunate because the tank, it doesn't feel like it's a big enough tank. Like you, you can, uh, you can see it visually a little too easily. Whoa. Like at the end of a trip, it's like, okay, this is, I used more gas on that trip than I was hoping. And you know, what, what you'd hope is you got a big tank. So even if you're using a lot, it's painful when you got to fill up the whole thing, but you don't see it drop so quickly. Um, Dude, but, that's a heavy bitch. Yeah. What was the number? You looked it up. 5,800 pounds or something. Wow. And it feels like it. Yeah. yeah. It's, good it's good a, and bad, that's 1100, right? 1,100 pounds heavier than a V6 Forerunner. Yeah. And it's got all wheel, all time four wheel drive. So mm-hmm. it's just a yeah. tank and, and big old tires. Yeah. A lot of resistance. And um, so I got new tires for it too. Continentals. Oh, what'd you go with? Continental Conti. Oh, that's contact right. or whatever ATs um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the stock size. And so one of the reasons why I did that too is I'm just kind of a nut and uh, I already have snow chains that I bought for the Jeep. Turned out if I went with this size, which is basically stock replacement, basically stock because the actual stock is 275, 70, 16s, which is just an uncommon size. Uh, this is 265, 75, 16, a little more common have more options. Um, but it's not exactly the same. It's a little bit taller than stock. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. if I went with this, uh, you know, kind of stock size, then my snow chains still fit and I get to keep them. And that was $120 that I spent on those things. So, uh, uh that's nice. Co- here, a side note, uh, curb weight 5425 on the Land Cruiser and it does seat eight. It's an eight seater. Yeah. That third row. I was super surprised that it had three, three seat belts, seat in the belts back. which I did not know until today. Yeah. Mm. Christina asked me after we bought it, and I was like, oh, definitely. It's only two, I'm sure. And then I went yeah. and looked, and there's a third seatbelt right in the middle. That's so, trippy. So fifty, basically 5,500 pounds plus cargo and stuff. I mean, that's a, what, that's a heavy. What do, tr- what do trucks weigh, though? I mean, any of these modern Well, the modern Tundra, pickups. Tundra weighs 5,020. That's a first-gen Tundra. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's roughly 400 pounds so, heavier than a. This was supposed to be the short update. Um, tire, tires feel great. It was like night and day difference. Um, Sweet. very, nice. very, very significant difference. It feels good now. It still needs an alignment, which I can't do until, uh, we replace the steering rack. Um, uh, so I'm, you know, I, it, it still pulls a little bit, which is, you know, totally noticeable and that it ruins, ruins the vibe. Absolutely. But I'm just kind of like 
chalking that up to this is something to be done. Um, but yeah, we've we've had it in a few trips, uh, and and uh, it's yeah, it they're they're nice trucks. It, you know, it it feels like a big solid piece driving down the road, and I I randomly today on the road pulled in right behind two Series One Hundred uh, Land Cruisers. Uh, we just ended uh, up in the same spot on the highway, and it was like three in a row. Uh, oh here's one thing at marty's i'm having mine checked out there's another one right there and i chat uh and it's super clean like almost same year turns out the guy is getting it it's in for a pre-purchase inspection hundred thousand miles the guy just did work handyman work at a lady's place uh husband had passed away i guess perfect condition hundred thousand miles getting in for a pre-purchase inspection i don't even think he necessarily needed it but um uh, I think he's getting it for like eight grand. <laughs> Whoa. Because of that help. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like, he's just there. She's not advertising it. Uh, and Marty's like, if you don't buy that, I'm absolutely buying that. <laughs> so, uh, it's up to you, but I, I'm ra- yeah. racing to buy that if you don't. And, mm. uh, yeah, so deals are out there. There's people who have these and they don't have a lot of miles anyways. Um, bigger news though. Uh, and I'll start so I had a, a day to work on the Volvo, basically scheduled a morning. Joe DeBattista uh, was kind enough to um, offer to help get uh, the Volvo running. So we scheduled some time to do it. And since I was already going to be like up, out and about, um, I had seen a, I started with a pick and pull run because I had found a Volvo 164 that was in the Richmond pick and pull. Um and that's the uh, so that's the straight six version of my car with the funky front end, uh, and they had uh, better brakes. They had vented front brakes, and so I was going to go pull the parts. It's I was having trouble like finding exactly what parts I needed. Um, uh, and anyways, it was there, so I went up there. Crazy deal though. So I look, and you can look on row fifty two, uh, and you see the cars that are there. Uh, I was even going to pull the, it had blue plates on it still too. And I, I don't know if they leave plates on or if they strip those, but it was there in the pictures. Um, I also wanted the wheels. I show up, I had sent a link to Joe mentioning, you know, cause we were talking about when to meet and everything. Um, the night before I'd looked, everything's fine. I get there. I have my wagon full of all this, all these tools, like suspension tools too. Cause I'm going to like pull the whole front end off. Um, and, uh, I circle the whole place. No Volvo. I look at row 52 app. All of a sudden now it says remove from yard. What? So I go talk to him about it and it's like, yeah, uh, we pull them every once in a while. Uh, or, you know, at just certain, crush them. Yeah. Crushed it. And he's like, they get here at 3am and they, they pull them out of the yard and crush them. So I think it was literally, I was there first thing, 8am. I was there early. Uh, I think they crushed it at 3am. <laughs> The my this Volvo was I'm like the only I and I actually made a comment on the row fifty two app like uh four days prior saying is this still there or something, not even the you know uh, it would have been kind to let me know a little commenter on there that they were gonna crush it, uh but anyways I was the first the first disappointment was I wanted to get some wheels too so I could have some widened. Uh, cause Damn. I don't have a full set. So the first thing is I ask him, Hey, what's the deal with the wheels here? Cause I know they pull them usually. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, we pull them and we crush them right away. We recycle them unless there's like some good tires on or something. But 
some story about like kids throwing them over the fence or something there. I don't, I don't know, but so I was immediately bummed to not have the option to get the wheels. But then, yeah, the, to learn that they crushed the whole thing, the like hours before I got there it was just uh, terrible. So, anyways, That's all so brutal. I was all all the more motivated to turn that day around uh, uh, and get the Volvo running. I was skeptical, and there's a lot of detail here that I could probably go into that I'm gonna you know have to breeze over, but. You know, I, I hadn't, the motor wasn't super important to me for the Volvo. I had figured I'm probably going to have to dump some money into that piece. That's just a thing. I'm probably not going to be happy with something until like I have something kind of rebuilt anyways. So I had just factored in that I'm going to have to do some motor work. I was getting the other stuff sorted first. Um, and so this was really the only, the first time I had looked at it uh, uh, clearly. And so I'm going through some of the pictures and I remember that there was something missing from the side and I wasn't sure what it was, but now, now when I like took some time, I was like zooming in and everything. It's like the fuel, the mechanical fuel pump was just missing. And Ooh. so the carbs, you know, had been off mechanical fuel pump gone. Uh, and the, uh, my, the key, uh, to start it, the ignition piece, like I didn't have a key and none of my trips to the locksmiths and, and calling around, no, no luck getting a key made for that. Um, uh, partially because it's, it's even broken, like on the inside. Uh, and, um, there were like five distributors, the distributor, there was no distributor in it. There were like five of them in the trunk, which to me, you know, that could be seen as like, I got backups, but it's also like, why do they need so many distributors? Are these all bad? And is this why the right. car was parked? Right. And we're just going to find that. So anyways, all of those are describing like reasons why it might not work. But um, we totally got it running. Joe and I spent I some saw, time. Yeah, you so sent a video. Sounds good. Dude, it actually idles killer. The car, like one, of, so it's dual carb. So wait, did you find a mechanical fuel pump? No, we, uh, so I tried to just, and, uh, yeah. hard, hard to get one. And unfortunately I didn't even look until like Thursday night. So then I called Friday about getting one that day and it was like, that didn't get it. You know, it was going to take a couple of days. Um, They're so instead there, you just didn't have one. Yeah. Uh, and actually the one that I had now it's over at Ernie's in Scotts Valley or in, in Felton. Um, it's actually a Swedish brand too, which is interesting. Mm. So it's like, it might be a good part. I don't know. Um, what, instead, what we did, uh, and Joe, I just have to say, is awesome. He's super good at this stuff. He cruises in. Very, it's all very nonchalant. We go one one by one through all of these different details, and we get it sorted. And, you know, we didn't even bring a, a voltmeter or anything, but we were, like, working around it, going through piece by piece. We just got it done. Very impressed with uh, how Joe operates and super, you know, stoked to have his help. Um, but one of the things, it's like, yeah, so we don't, I brought a gas can, uh, with fuel in it. You know, we were maybe going to do a gravity feed. Uh, instead he's like, Oh, sometimes I use a overflow bottle. So I rinse out the overflow bottle for the radiator. Uh, we zip tie it to the hood and then use some fuel line that happened to be in the back of the car. Uh, he had some hose clamps. So filled up a half of a overflow tank after I cleaned it out, um, uh, of gas. And that's, that was our fuel pump and, and just gravity feed, gravity feed. And then, oh. uh, the, uh, so there's a big hole on the side of the motor where the, uh, uh, fuel pump would go. So I make a block off plate out of, uh, I trace it out in cardboard, put that, you know, fancy, uh, nuts, then, 
uh, just cardboard was enough to hold it back. Yeah, yeah cardboard, and then I I actually uh, tightened down the bolts and everything, and I had nuts as a spacer to take up the uh, slack. Um, nice. I think it was leaking a little bit by the end. Yeah, yeah. Because we had let 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 it idle quite a bit. Um, That's rad, though. But uh, yeah, and then the ignition, we end up pulling it apart. There's like a piece uh, on the back where all the connections are, so that's two screws to pull that off. And then we see it's just a super easy switch. Uh, so I stick a screwdriver in, turn that, and we're good. Um, I had uh, previously, uh, helping us get to that point, I had previously bought a, a remote starter switch, uh, which was helping us with getting the timing and everything. Um, that was for the Mercedes project. That came in handy. Um, nice. Yeah, and we just went one Dude, one by one through all the different distributors uh, and caps. Uh, like some were frozen. There's one that was a different part. Uh, and yeah, one by one. And uh, <laughs> it, and the oh yeah, that's another thing. So I'm missing the linkage. So the linkage from the throttle pedal, uh, the gas pedal, all the way into the engine bay, right up to the carbs is all there. Um, but there, I'm missing the last bit that connects from the engine bay linkage to down to the carbs and then splitting to the two different carbs to keep them synced. So it was like, we could only run one or the other when, and yeah, I was surprised at how well it idled actually with the two, just not uh, there. But if you wanted to rev it, you had to rev both. One of the carbs was being a little lazy and it would like sputter if you revved it up. The other one sounded pretty good. Um, hmm. There was already fluid in the, in the bowls and everything like the, whatever the, not gas in the in the float bowls, but the fluid and the the damping fluid or for the SUs. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we get it started. It idles. It sounds pretty tight. I didn't do any compression tests or anything. I I forgot to bring that, uh, but that would have been nice. I can do that later. Uh, but completely over the moon. It was very. It was unexpected to get to that point. Um, I was gonna say that's that's pretty good. I mean, hearing it run and it's not, you know pouring out oil or yeah, yeah it's running on uh, all cylinders yeah sputtering or yeah blowing out gray smoke or who knows what like yeah that's pretty cool and even idling it's like pretty a lot, of, a lot of other cars don't idle <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Have this one Were like barely to, patched together Were you able to put it into gear and see if it moved forward or back uh i did or not try because it was like the hood was up and um uh, so I, I didn't, I didn't try that far. There was no, there's no seat. Um, we was kind of cobbled together, you know, and, and we didn't, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. The, and brakes are needed. <laughs> yeah. Right. No brakes. That, that was going to well, be I was just thinking question. you could like rock it. You could like move it like an inch, you know? I didn't do that. I didn't move it an inch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that does try a question, right? Like, cause you said that maybe it, it, it looked like it had just been parked or something like after maybe some issue. Like, so if it seems like the engine runs fine, like you gotta have to, go, you go down the drivetrain, right? Is it like I wonder if it was a clutch thing or a tranny or, or what the heck, you know? Yeah, we'll find out, I guess. Uh, I did. We poured brake fluid in. There just happened to be some in there, uh, and I pumped the brakes a bit. It did start to bring it up the pressure, but there's a ton of air in the system, so I need to do a full bleed on that. Um, and uh, but yeah. Um, well, pretty we'll successful from there. I mean, shout out to Joe. Totally. Joe, hooking it up. That's rad. Yeah. Uh, and so then after I got home, I ordered, I went on Rock Auto and just ordered a big old list of parts. Um, super <laughs> cute part prices. It's like 
I actually went and I, I just got shocks for it. KYBs are like rock auto is cool. It's like economy, uh, standard replacement performance. In some cases they have the performance listing for shocks was a KYB $25 each. <laughs> it's like, uh, I just did that. Uh, but all of the, all of the costs, uh, for uh, the parts that I could find on rock auto were so small. It was, it's just kind of, uh, charming. Um, so I'm, I'm looking That's forward cool. to getting, getting those parts in, being able to throw it on. I took, uh, the radiator down. I, I removed the radiator before I left. I was just going to take it down to, um, uh, polar. Uh, but the dude retired. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Because it was like, because of that whole yeah. shit show. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. And so the people who are taking over his business, Waterstar Motors, they don't do radiators. Nobody else in town does them like recores radiators. Uh, they just throw in replacements. Um, but, I just took it down to Watsonville today and dropped it off with the guy down there. And, and, uh, yeah, so we'll see. But that, uh, the, the thought is even before I looked at it, uh, you know, just get the radiator flow tested, see where I'm at and then go from there. But then when we were running it, it was like the top section was heating up, but the bottom wasn't. Uh, and so I think it was just clogged up, uh, and so, and then the guy looked in it and it's like, you know, when I, it's just all full of goop and he's like, yeah, I'm not even going to, I won't flow test this. It's just not going to be reliable. It's basically like you got to replace the core, which is what I wanted to do anyways. So, um, that's a development there. I have tires already sitting in my garage. I have wheels on the way too. What kind of tires? A couple different for? wheels. Um, I'm going to actually keep that private until I release wow. the car. Because it's a it's an uncommon choice, and I don't want to spoil it. Release the Krakens. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I f I feel like there's a couple other things, but oh yeah, I bought surf racks, vintage surf racks. Some of those came up. That's first priority. <laughs> Dude, it's actually I was looking for these for a very long time for the Chevy, and you just never see them for sale. Um, and uh, I I had then wanted to get them for the Volvo, uh, so I'm pretty stoked that these came along and i was able to make it work out so yeah okay kind of stoked on that um and then i actually a big consideration for me are, are the brakes uh they did not have all the 164 parts available for purchase on rock auto they had some of them but uh not all it's like you know you buy front left caliper front right uh left rear right rear there's going to need, uh, I'm going to have to investigate this whole thing, but the whole goal is you just get, um, uh, the vented front rotors, um, uh, and that makes a significant difference. And it's like still using this, it's basically bolt in, right? It's all the same old parts. Um, my strategy there was going to be like, you know, just get everything figured out um, and, 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 and do that immediately. But now I've changed my mind. I think if I can just get this current system going, uh, just with bleeding it and putting more fluid in, um, then I'm going to, I'm just going to keep that going. And it's like brake pads are literally like $6 <laughs> for the current setup. And it's like, Whoa. if I, if I, and there, I actually already have a spare in the trunk, um, uh, from the previous owner. Uh, if I, I'm just going to, because it's going to take some investigation to get all the right parts and, and I have to wait until some become available, I'm just going to try to get the current setup going while I try to get all the pieces together for a full brake refresh, uh, later. 
but yeah, if I can sooner the better, if I can get this thing, um, you know, driving, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty enthusiastic about, uh, you know, Oh yeah. And how how about AutoWorks detailing? You didn't mention. Dude. So the body is just coming together. Killer. Like Kevin scrubbing that thing down, uh, and polishing it out. It's like the paint is just coming back like crazy. Right. And there's a whole nother update too. Um, so, and by the way, I'm not, I haven't posted any of this. I've been super lazy. Like I, I did, I, I, I wanted to post a picture of the car running, but I realized that I haven't even posted a picture of the car yet at all <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, so I don't know what I'm going to do there, but, uh, uh, basically it came in tattered and then, uh, now Kevin is working his magic and the paint is coming back really well. That's the big story. Um, yeah. Then there's all the damage in the left rear that I had been talking about. Um, he had a his PDR guy. Uh, he come fucked through. with it. He fucked with it, and it looks amazing. It's crazy. Basically, the yeah. dude the dude was like, when he looked at it uh, like several weeks ago, he's like, I'm not gonna be able to make it perfect, but I and could, you I could do a lot. Any pictures of any of this, by the way? No, I haven't. Why not? I yeah, yeah I'm just trying to get work come done. Come on, here. dude. <laughs> But dude, it's good. No, it's five, like, it's five minutes. Well, I know, but I, I could. So if I go to post a picture of it running, I mean, don't I need to introduce it or something? Well, no, but you need to talk about like AutoWorks detailing the PDR yeah. guy. Give them props, like yeah, yeah. AutoWorks detailing yeah. too. Like, come on. Well, like, it's all coming fast. It's all coming real fast here. Okay, yeah. uh, so like <laughs> it's been like three weeks for a month. Yeah. What, no, I'm saying that all of these developments are within the past five days, and it's like all happening yeah. very quickly, right? Um, yeah. Tonight, if I would have I done like post. an introduction post that maybe I was, I, I'm probably overthinking it, but I, you know, I wanted yes. to definitely overthinking show it. the car You're first. like, well, I never introduced this, so I'm not going to do anything. Well, so <laughs> I have 80 photos from Naveed that show the before, yeah. right? And I want to show yeah. the after. We're not quite at the after. I'll tell it's you okay that. No, you can do, at, you can do before, you can do middle, you can do it. Like there's tons of. Pro- so like it's a project ha- car, so yeah. it's all about like progress. So, showing it yeah. throughout. So stages. I have eighty photos from Naveed. Getting that into an Instagram thing just feels hard to do. Like I don't know which p- photos to pull out. It takes two minutes, dude. I'm not. I'm not photos. here to. I'm not here to listen to your guys' shit and opinions about it. I'm just telling you where I'm at. Make it happen. Make it happen. Okay. That's well, I'm, I'm focusing. I'm focusing on the car first, and then uh, doing uh, doing the posting later. Well, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. That this I've is been, why we're here. I've, I've, I'm sorry <laughs> that I've been lagging with the po- the posting. Well, um, well yeah. I mean, yeah, well, it's hard. Well, speaking so of props, it, though, it's City Dent. City Dent is who you want to check out. He's yeah. the master who also fixed the gnarly dent, the, the uh, infamous football tent of a dent on my um, on my E30. So yeah, people can find him on Instagram. I think it's just City Dent. Um, yeah, and so yeah, if you guys rad. want to stop giving me shit about this, he's fucking rad. I mean, this is like literally insane. Like it's everything's crinkled in the back back end, uh, and then he smooths it all out. Uh, and there's like all you see is evidence of paint that chipped away from like removing the crinkles. It's it's like it's almost a square car at this point, which is just like totally mind blowing. That's rad. I kind of figured that would be the case. It look you know it looked ninety percent better. But yeah, I did not. not I perfect. did not expect that at all. I thought it would be yeah. yeah uh, to get it to that hundred percent better is where it gets really tricky. But yeah, um, those guys are good. That's great. And I mean, it, yeah, it was like so. 
he gave me a quote and then uh so i turned around and told the guy that, who i bought the car from because you know i was going to maybe even give it back and all of that stuff and i was like what do you think you know i've got a quote for 300 bucks to do this uh it's not going to be perfect or anything but you want to would you cover that and so he cut me a check and sent sent that to me oh, oh sick yeah nice. well done yeah well, that's good so so that's, that's awesome, all coming dude. yeah yeah i know that's super i'm pretty impressed <laughs> with his level of after sales support i i think i was yeah i think that's pretty rare um it, yeah it makes especially me glad considering I like especially considering what joe said about his experience picking the car up right? <laughs> i know like, right you know so like yeah 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 all right, dudes, so, I'm sorry, cool, but the, the room that I'm recording in is about to be taken over. I have, like, five minutes just giving you a heads up. Um, but okay. I, if I have All to right. bail, I think we're ready bail. for trivia anyways. Yeah. Trivia. Da, 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 All right. Volkswagen is killing a model in the U.S. What is it? Passat. Damn it, Art. <laughs> Did you know that, Art, or are you just guessing? I know that. Then why would you oh, fucking guess? What a jerk, <laughs> idiot, dude. I know it. He already had heard. Yeah, I know, on, but you, I know you can't <laughs> say something if you you go. No, I already saw an article about it. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And then he just runs away. Passat. Next. <laughs> kind of makes right. sense though. Yeah. It's always weird that the they have. Like, you can't even tell, tell a Jetta and Passat apart. Like Jetta's huge. There's it also the strange. other big sedan, right? The Ardeon or what is it called? The or Arion, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never Arteon. heard of that one. Um, they're saying that the Atlas, uh, basically killed it off. They're just not selling sedans. So yeah. Jetta sells cause it's cheap. The Atlas sells cause it's big. Passat pays the price since 1973. Uh, they've made 30 million of them. I've never really <laughs> liked the Passat. It's never done much for me, but I was always glad it existed. I was always kind of like, yeah, ah, that'd be interesting. I know. I, I've never had that warm feeling for some reason. Cause they made a manual diesel and I was always like, that'd be kind of a cool choice they, they made you know? a passat wagon too didn't they and yeah, that's kind of like yeah. that's getting into the w8. right size wagon w8 right and a four motion yeah i think i made a four motion w8 mm-hmm. um consumer reports has released their annual auto reliability rankings i'd like you to tell me the top three and number one is a bit of a surprise art if you know the answer wait until these fuckers answer <laughs> Reliability. Um, Top three reliable cars. Brands. Brands. Yeah. Top three. Two of the three are pretty uh, expected. All right. I'm going to get... Oh, okay. go for it. Hyundai. Kia, Lexus, and... Um, Kia, Lexus, and Toyota. Lane's very good. Lexus, number three. Toyota, number two. What oh, yeah. is number one? Hyundai. Mazda. Art Mazda nails that it. Was a guess, right. right. It was a guess. Number one most reliable car brand is Mazda. Huh. That's expected, though, right? A little, I mean, no, that's impressive, really. dude. They're never, they're never up there. It's the Hyundai's. It's Porsche. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Honda. Lexus of course. is always up there. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Mazda number one. That includes fun huh. cars like the Miata, right? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, bottom, bottom three. Any guesses? Probably like Jeep, ah, Chrysler. I, I forgot my project update. The Jeep is still in the shop, and I'm not getting it back until basically five days from now. Wow. <laughs> so it's okay. like three weeks total in the shop. 
Just uh, you got that. So I'm voting Jeep is down there. Tesla. Yeah. Tesla. Second to last. Tesla. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Um, Mercedes. No. Mercedes is pretty low. Yeah, they're twenty out of twenty. They're twentieth out of twenty six. Um. Third from last, Volkswagen. Ooh. Whoa. Then Tesla, very bottom of the barrel here, Lincoln. Ooh, huh. <laughs> and just to put it in perspective, Mazda's overall score was an 83. Lincoln, eight. Whoa. That but, you, dude, a, they sold eight cars. So you can't, like, there's <laughs> not enough to quantify. That's what like I'm a, tripping on. Like, for Mazda, too, like, how do how do Mazda sales compare to Toyota? Like, it's such yeah, a but smaller they can, number, right? But they compare to Lexus, right? Like, so... Yeah. You know, they sell hundreds of thousands of cars a year. Yep. Yep. So it says you get a score of 100 is for a car's reliability. 100 is the best score. Um, the Lincoln Aviator scored a 2, and the Tesla Model Y scored a 5 out of 100. <laughs> so there's that for you. That's wild. That model what does that mean? What are these? Is this like initial quality, or what is this thing? It doesn't go into super uh, intricate detail Who does here, it? but uh, who's, who's it's problems. This is uh, this is an article about KBB? Consumer Reports. Consumer Reports is who's oh, reports. Uh, making this happen. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly how they do it, but I think it is they have issues that are going back to the dealer. You know, per hundred cars or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um. Ferrari is getting closer to releasing their sport utility vehicle, which is something that no one thought would happen, but of course it's going to happen. Uh, do you know the name of this thing? I do, and I will not say it. I have no clue. <laughs> didn't so we? Didn't wasn't this a, a trivia not long ago? Nope. It doesn't no, help. That me. was about the. That was about their their like. Uh, fastest car they produced today What's we also talked about the lotus suv mm-hmm. that's right that's right what yeah what company is making an suv it was lotus but ferrari um, suv name there the mule is actually looks like a maserati levante oh i wonder uh, why that's been smashed down it's like looks like a mazda 3 hatchback uh strangely but i can't even really pronounce this name uh art you say you know it let's hear it Art, are you there? He's running to the microphone. Apparently not. Um, Here we go, running to the microphone. It is puro sangue. It means it's pure blood in Italian. Wait, say the name. Puro sangue. Puro sangue. And it is spelled as it sounds. It's uh, quite a name. So the Ferrari puro sangue. The the Ferrari pure blood. It's so weird, dude. (laughs) The Ferrari Pure Blood, which SUV. is an awful name, right? Pure Blood is awful. Yeah, how bad is that, dude? Is it? Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's that's supposed to be like you know, supposed to mean it's something. Yeah, they're it's trying to good. say it's like pure, like a pure Ferrari. When when I don't know, that's like re- yeah, they have to. For straws, they have to right? say that. Like, yeah, I think Ferrari kind of died to me when they stopped making a clutch pedal. It's just. That's just the end. Were they you know, were they ever really in your I guess F forty sure. is like everything. Yeah. Lover, I mean, man. I would yeah. love a three sixty Modena or I mean many, many Ferraris of yeah, uh five twelve TR, uh you name it. But once it was the entire lineup gave up on an actual clutch pedal, it basically just 
seems like they're not even trying. It's really weird. They don't have one model that's kind of like the pure, like a Cayman competitor or a, I don't know, something. But they've totally given up. And I, I mean, I get it. Sales are obviously... Wow, reason, that thing but. is the most like un I don't know. It's like a it is like a Mazda three on stilts or something. It does not look like it has much interior volume or any right. rear trunk space or you know. And it's it, definitely they just, say it's it's gonna be a, an Urus competitor, Urus, whatever you call however you say it, but it's gonna be priced like a Cullinan, so it's gonna be, you know, four hundred thousand dollars. Wow. So it's one of those yeah. things where it's like it is the price alone that makes people want it. They just want right. the most expensive thing. And I'm sure it'll be capable, but it's it might be a hybrid and it might be a or it might be a V twelve, I don't know, but um it'll be expensive. It's That's probably sure. a hybrid, right? I mean probably and it's probably and it's a turbo hybrid. Yeah. Is this gonna tap into the LA G sixty three market? All of those housewives trying to one up yeah. each other? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't look very housewifey though. It looks it looks like the Urus. You know, it's going to be more like that. Yeah, I, I guess definitely more aggressive, right? But it's just like a status thing, yeah. right? Like, as you said, like, it's just yeah. the, the, buying the top of the line most expensive thing. Yeah, that's crazy. That's funny. That's interesting that they went, like, full top of the line with it because that would be one of their most expensive cars, you know, way above, like, the whatever the 488 is called now um, that we've mentioned on five podcasts, and I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, it's like it's interesting that they went like super high end in their lineup with it rather than, you know, where you would think a people hauler would be a cheaper car. Right. You right. know, like They're even the to... California has was their cheapest car. And then the uh, what's the one that looks like the Mazda three? The um, Luso. The Luso is a cheaper, a, a relatively cheaper car, too. You know, and then it's I weird imagine the profit. Went is going to be insane on yeah. something like that, you know? I yeah. will say that some of these, uh, the wheel choices, uh, wheel styles on the renderings are pretty dope, actually. I'm sure it'll look interesting, and I, I'm guessing it'll be a, a very interesting car to drive, but it just seems so unnecessary, but that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. All right, that's oh. a podcast. Art already left. Thanks for joining us. Hope you Bye. had a good, uh, good Thanksgiving and all that. Holler. We'll see you next time. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, Yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.